0: yes people it's episode 211 of griff's brain and is me griff obviously how are you doing hope you are well uh it is Sa- no sunday sunday the 14th of february uh happy valentine's day if you say if you heard me just say happy valentine's day and you thought mm, nothing wrong with that then you deserve to receive nothing today okay because <laughs> It, anyone who mispronounces valentine's uh just doesn't deserve nice things sorry that's just the way it is um they call me a snob What else? i don't care it's uh valentine's but yeah it's the 14th of feb what what are you guys doing to celebrate it if you sent flowers you sent underwear to someone you sent your own underwear i don't know what you do to celebrate it's not me i'm not i'm not here to judge uh, I got my wife some flowers that came in the post and I gotta admit guys they look dreadful um, like they they look dreadful uh, I'm kind of inclined to actually complain to the florist because they are dead as in not that they don't look good as in they look like they are dying um, I've never seen the flowers look like this before I always get them from this same florist and they always come looking great or you just put them in a bit of water, get a bit of plant food in the vase, and then they just, you know, spring back to life. Nope. Not today. Not today at all. I um, got that, got her a card as well. Um, also, basically, I've got a present that I was going to give her for Valentine's Day. But I'm going to be honest, guys. And um, this is a little bit of advice for the guys. I thought this present's too good for valentine's day it'd be a waste her birthday's in march <laughs> and i thought it'll be really hard to outdo myself with this present so i thought nah i'll keep this one in the bag if if i'm just really nice today today can go fine and um you know and everyone's expectations should be a bit lower it's lockdown valentine's day you can't go out anywhere We're going to order some food in. Uh, We're going to play on the escape room as well. We're going to do a virtual escape room. I don't think she's remembered we're going to be doing. But we'll be doing that as well. So we're going to have fun today. It's going to be cool. But I remember our first Valentine's uh, Day. Where, um, yeah, we were just talking about it. (laughs) Oh dear, fun times. First Valentine's Day. Uh, We we fell out. (laughs) massively massively i i um after a good day for afternoon tea around covent garden great day then we went to uh went to rtv studios uh to watch your face or mine with jimmy Carr and Catherine ryan which i thought was great that was fun that was inventive something different good tv show tv show that everyone enjoys um, but she was pissed at me because obviously, if you go to ITV Studios, there's no tickets. You have to wait outside uh, until they let you in, and it was cold, wet, windy, and she just wasn't really dressed for that. Ah, and, <laughs> oh and she was getting vexed and more vexed and more vex, to the point where it was almost near the front, and she was like. No Fuck this I'm going home And I was like No Don't only been like Seeing each other Like five months At this time And um, Yeah I'm, I was there thinking And you know we just got Different perspectives On things I was there thinking Why is she being Such an arsehole Like I've planned this day Why is she being So unappreciative Such an arsehole Where she was sat there Or stood there Thinking How is this guy so dumb that he's got me out here in this fid jacket freezing my ass off but i was just like didn't even think about it didn't think about it so it's hilarious there it? but they made it through that day still together so it's fine but and what you've been doing this week people how's your week been like what have you been getting up to me i did my first ever zoom comedy gig yep I was an MC in a comedy night with 100 Black Men of London. Uh, I was MC uh, on the night we had uh, Sean Uyusa, had Miss Mareel, had my boy Kazim Jamal, had Dina Alexander, then my other boy Michael Akadiri, with the headlined by Athena Glenu. Now, um, just really fine night. Like I hadn't done a Zoom gig before and O Kazim hadn't either And I just didn't know what to expect really, didn't know what to expect Especially MC like it's just hard trying to keep the energy up on a virtual gig Because you know with Zoom for example when two people talk, one sound gets cut out, right? So if you're the comedian and someone's got their mic off And they laugh too hard at your joke They could just trample your punchline Because some people, when they enjoy comedy... They don't... Like... How do I say this? It's not a race thing, okay? Put it like this. It's like, when you perform to a white crowd... Doesn't matter how much of a good time they're having... It's like... They follow the rhythm of the joke. And... Even if they don't enjoy the joke... It's like they'll just make some acknowledgement... At the end of your joke. So, you tell your joke... Like... You know, just say alright this ain't obviously a joke But why did chicken cross the roads Is that because You know the farmer left the gate open Right their joke whatever but the point is So when the Farmer left the gate because the farmer left the gate open White people will either laugh at that Point or kind of sigh At that point point. Uh, and that's it. it doesn't matter how much they are enjoying Your set they'll keep it to the end Whereas black people what we do Are enjoying comedy or not liking it is when I've gone, why did a chicken cross the road? Because you're laughing so much, you're now talking about chicken. You're now talking about chickens crossing roads, you're talking about roads. You really you're laughing. Oh my god, the chicken crossing the road, ah and that's great on a comedy night, like that energy that the constant buzz in the crowd, fantastic. But on a zoom gig, someone does that, mic cuts out, you say your punchline. And you're just on mute. <laughs> so it's happened to a few comedians where they, they're they basically they're killing it. They're having they're having such a good set that people just couldn't contain themselves. But hey, not complaining about it. Not complaining about it. it's always it fun. Um, had to learn to deal with hecklers via text. Ah, oh, it is mad. I mean, someone texts, "This show is dry," while you're on the mic. You're on screen it's it's nuts because everyone can see the chat but it's the way forward though i loved it i did like um being heckled in the chat because then you could just talk to that person they just message you back everyone can see what they message back um they could have their camera off so you can't even cuss them it's like an unfair fight <laughs> you're being trolled mid-show um but again man I, I just It was fun It was way more fun Than I expected it um, To be I'm, 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 Part of me is disappointed I hadn't done any zoom gigs before But then I think What it was Because I haven't done a zoom gig I appreciated doing one Yeah Like If I had been gigging All this time Then all i have been doing Is comparing a zoom gig To a real gig Like it's not the same As being in front of People You know what I mean It's It's like if you've been in a long-term relationship and you haven't used contraception And then you have to put on two condoms And a blindfold And gloves You're, you're like, I don't want to do this This isn't sex to me, no thank you, I don't want to do that Right Now imagine you're having had sex for 20 years And then someone goes, hey, this is your chance to have sex again no, I mean 20 years and it's not been your choice and uh, now it's your chance to have sex they go but you have to wear gloves blindfold and two condoms that like, i don't care i will do it that's what doing a zoom gig is like after not gigging for a while and then you're like bro why, why have i not done this before <laughs> so that no, was fun though it's fun i think everyone had a good time i had a good time and uh, the had a good time so yeah man and i think we're gonna do it again in april so next show we have uh make sure you get a a virtual ticket for that Don't forget a virtual ticket for that But what has been going on in the news In the world and stuff Because um, that's been like my week really I'm just doing that Um Well I don't know where to start man So you start on the The dumb stuff or the The real stuff I guess we'll get on the real stuff first Um One of them I guess it's I guess the most concerning thing I've seen this week is something that doesn't affect me personally, I suppose, but I thought it was just dread when I read it. Um, saw this in The Observer, or The Guardian, but The Observer. And fury at do not resuscitate so DNR notices given to COVID patients with learning disabilities. Listen, do you know how mad that is? Let me repeat that. Fury at do not resuscitate notices given to COVID patients With learning difficulties Or learning disabilities sorry Um, And I know that's been the case with people with physical disabilities as well Um, Now For me A DNR um, I understand the necessity of a DNR Right If someone's got A terminal Condition yeah like and that's that's hard for me to say because i've got family members who are going through certain things yeah so but I, I understand it in the context of a pandemic and you've got person a person b person b's got stage four cancer i understand them going like do you know what the cost is going to keep this person alive is too much and i hate that thought because obviously you want everyone to be alive for as long as possible, right? I get that. But there's an underlying health condition there. And whatever the, so it could be that, whatever underlying health condition is, understand they've got to draw a line somewhere. But learning disability, like, what kind of eugenics programs this? My man's got dyslexia and he's dying. I <laughs> think he's getting a DNR, don't resuscitate. Like, what is this? What is the world we lived in? This person comes in In the wheelchair Just like Yeah um, You can see that The Covid's actually Affected his legs It's like no, nah, I think he was Disabled before he came in No, nah, let's not resuscitate man he, He's too far gone Do you know how crazy that is? I mean um, Look NHS figures released Last week show That in five weeks Since the third lockdown began Covid-19 Accounted for 65% of deaths of people uh with learning disabilities um and figures from the office of national statistics show that the rate for the general population was 39 percent. although the two statistics are drawn from different measurements okay that's fine but still as a conversation starter Of all people who've died of learning difficulties, 65% is caused by COVID, whereas only 39% are caused, if you're not got learning difficulties, the general population, 39%. Like, that's, that is staggering. And I just think, you know, as a, I don't I think it's just like my kind of moral obligation to try to talk about topics that don't, affect me directly you know what i mean um i guess it is one of the privileges i have being able-bodied and or not having any learning disabilities um so yes you got to talk about these things right so it is yeah it's just nuts i think that's just so so crazy and i hope whoever is responsible for that is 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 held to task or at least justifies it in some way because i don't know there might be some justification that i'm missing because i'm not in that field but just from initial reading that's nuts that is is so it's just nuts man but um and shocking shocking not what i expected but one thing i did expect though and this has confused me so much that people seem shocked by this it's pretty patel describing the black lives matter protests as dreadful and how she uh she disagreed with last year's process protest, as well as taking the knee. Now, I want to speak to black people on this one. I see because all my Twitter is my Twitter and my Facebook is just covered with black people posting this story or reposting this story. And the general theme I keep seeing when this story is posted or reposted is this is why I don't fuck with the term BAME, right? That that's that's what people's conclusion is from, from that, because Pretty Patel, an Asian woman, has said she didn't agree with Black Lives Matter. They've gone. I don't fuck with bame. Now, listen, I'm no fan of the term bame. Uh, I'm, I'm no fan of it. Um, but. That wouldn't be my reason because one Asian person says something that I disagree with. Because that'd be like having a black person say something you don't agree with, and that's why I don't fuck with black people. It's so like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure Pretty Patel doesn't speak on behalf of all Asian people, right? Like, I know anyone who knows any Asian people, they don't really like Pretty Patel as a representative. Of their race, she she is like um, she's like their coconut. <laughs> you know? They don't rate her. This woman would deport her own parents. She said this herself. Yeah, you know I mean she, she don't care. This woman doesn't care, man. This, this wide-hipped woman, but um, I, I'm not saying that as a diss. That's just descriptive, cause um. As I've joked and not joked, uh, she's horrible, but there's, there is something about her though. (laughs) Oh dear, I think it might be because she comes across as a bit evil. It's kind of sexy that she's just a bit evil. Um, So, you know, it is what it is. You can't control your urges. You can control how you act on your urges, but your urges are your urges, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but hey, I'm not I'm not gonna shame her for her hips. But here's the funny thing: I actually talking about body shape and shaming, is I have seen people try to go at her because of her body shape. What makes me laugh is it all depends on whether you like the person or not, whether their body shape is right or wrong. Cause I've, uh, I've, again, I've seen groups of people calling a uh, hippo hipped, hippo hipped bitch, da da da, wonky face, da da da. Right, cool. Make that be someone you like, and then watch, watch uh, the social media go. Don't talk about women's bodies. Leave them alone. Leave us misogyny. <laughs> different energy. Different woman. Different energy. Like, I saw um, on Twitter, someone posted a picture of Kendall Jenner. She was, like, in some kind of red bikini or red underwear. And the girl, and stuff like Whoever we posted I had some like, oh, perfection. And again, torn to shreds, her body. Just, like, she needs a meal. She needs a sandwich. She needs to eat something. I didn't know pussy would be that skinny. That would just be hitting bone. Just tearing her apart. Tearing her apart. Like, why does body positivity just means fat you know what i mean i can't i understand someone saying that's not my type and i also understand if someone's trying to push someone else's body type on you to say this is how you should look then you can reject that body type but someone is just out there being their body type big small fat skinny they're just being their body type to me it is no different to seeing a fat person and go uh, disgusted, lose some weight. That to me, that's exactly the same scene. Someone like Kendall Jenner, who body was fine, and go she needs a meal, have a sandwich. And I said, but obviously you've got your Kendall stands. I don't think it's any pretty Patel stands. I think that's what it is. Is it like a pre-hive? That's what you need. You need like a pre-hive out there. Um, I won't be starting that. <laughs> I won't be in it But you know It's just It just makes me laugh It just makes me laugh That if people like someone Then it's like They can't do wrong And if you hate them They, they cannot do right And so So It's nuts if People have like a real Kind of existential crisis They have to agree with someone They've told themselves They don't like But Alright man uh, so, just, It's just in that's a weird place I can't wait for Uh there does need to be some kind of like reset on the internet, man. I think. I mean, I, I've been trying to take more control of it and just not looking at things. Um, you know, I accidentally commented on something. Well, I say accidentally. I got drawn into someone else's status. I, I went a good few weeks without commenting on anyone's statuses. Even the ones I disagreed with. I mean, I've been doing that. I've been looking at people's statuses. They make a, a, an assumption about something and then i just won't comment on it R- find the evidence that contradicts what they've said and then i'll just be smugly looking at their status being wrong and that's that's what i'll do <laughs> well, i like man like uh, i saw like talking about doing that like, i saw um obviously if you haven't seen everyone knows about the flipping gorilla glue girl who got her hair fixed in the end by garnet and doctor uh, Dr. O'Beng and um yeah like I saw someone's status I know they're joking but I wondered how many people would would actually think about what that joke meant and whether it got proven wrong or not I can't remember whose status it was but it had like Dr. O'Beng and then someone like oh some Ghanaians tried to scabber for some money and beef at the time we didn't know who this guy was and where he's come from he says this proceeds is going to cost 12 grand I don't know what was going to cost 12 grand um, in the procedure because he seemed like he made up his own potion in the end from just household products. But anyway, at the time, it was like, oh, this Ghanaian's going to scab her for $12,000. And then later on, we find out she accepted the offer and he did it for free and he fixed her hair. I wonder how many people are going to go back and eat the humble pie and go, hey, I tried to diss the Ghanaian dude, but actually he came through and delivered. Nah, I went back on that status And I saw I knew no one would comment on that I knew no one would actually say this Ghanaian guy came through Then I saw the women giving all bloody heart eyes to this Ghanaian dude I said, oh is this the doctor, yeah? Oh, panties dropped Because it's what? It will help you when you do something fucking stupid I put gorilla glue in your hair Listen, I've, I just couldn't understand that I just had no sympathy for this woman, none It hurt hurt my chest that she was a black woman. It really did. Like, I just wanted this to have nothing to do with anyone that could remotely look like me. The fact that (laughs) Gorilla Glue girl, she's actually Gorilla gorilla Glue woman. She's, uh, She's 40 years old with five kids. A teacher, full professional, you know. Gorilla Glue in her hair. People are trying to say this is some kind of conspiracy and some kind of advert for gorilla glue. Like, what? Some people go, I never heard of gorilla glue before this, and so now look, I know what it is now. I was like, I get that, I hear that, but that's because you don't do any DIY. Um, I have gorilla glue in my house now. And um, you don't want to get that stuff on your skin. Like, that thing is strong i'm telling you it is strong if you read that how to use the label if, you read, like, if you're if you trying to pour out the bottle i guess you use the spray right but if you read the bottle instructions the bottle instructions basically tell you like do not get the glue on the nozzle because if you get it on the nozzle you put the lid on you're not getting the lid off <laughs> it's like it's over They're, they tell you how to carefully get this glue out of it so you don't fucking lock yourself out of the glue gorilla glue is not to be played with and this woman put it on a flipping scalp and that's yeah I'd be fair and I didn't want her to be fucked up from it right but I almost didn't want her to be helped like I wanted it to take its course but then I thought this would actually end up with her scalp being infected and her dying with some kind of brain illness so I was like okay someone needs to help her I guess but what a fool Like what a fool Like If that's your mum She can't tell you to do anything She can't tell you nothing She can't tell you like Do what You're grounded It's like listen lady I I don't think You're in the place to tell anyone How to do anything with their life Okay I'm going out Yeah I'm seven years old But listen bitch (laughs) You can't tell me shit I'm going out yo Gorilla glue, gorilla glue girl ass. Gorilla glue in your hair ass, girl. mom try to tell me what to do with gorilla glue all up in your hair. Shit. I mean, like, you can't tell me what to do. She's a teacher as well. What are you going to do in parents' evening now? And you go in to see how your kid's been doing. And you have to sit opposite her. She's trying to tell you that your, your kid misbehaves in class. Your kid doesn't know how to follow instructions. Uh, no miss you don't know how to follow instructions we see the video i mean but hello oh, man hope she makes success of this Hope hope she somehow spins this round into a win for her i mean that'd be all things that are wrong in the world but it'll be all things that are right in the world as well that you can have a redemption like that i don't know i don't know it's uh yeah that's a wild place You just go viral for dumb shit and then i guess some people thought that she was trying to go viral on purpose um with this with this stunt but i'm not sure if she was you know but we've seen when you try to get go viral for dumb reasons it may backfire um hear about that prankster that prankster that was killed yes it was always going to happen Man, always going to happen. I was going to send a link to this video to the guys at Free Shots. I know Keith always talks about it on Free Shots about white guys going to the hood areas, doing pranks to hood people because they know that they have a bigger and funnier reaction. So they'll go viral. Yeah. And he said one day someone's going to get killed and that day came yes this I can't remember this prankster's name but he went to the hood and today's prank was to go there wielding a knife wielding a knife and I saw some summary video where someone goes you literally brought a knife to a gunfight because that man got shot dead he pulled a knife as a prank before he could say this is a prank someone withdrew their licensed weapon and registered weapon and shot him dead and from what i've been told everyone has seen it as pure (laughs) self-defense and and, uh there's a big chance he will not be facing any charges i hope this guy faces no charges at all like none um because sorry you deserve to die like what happened to a prank where it's just like you know pull a chewing gum out of here and it might give you a little shock. You know what I mean? But a prank where you're now making someone fear for their life, they pull a gun on you. Listen, that's your fault. And uh, I heard someone say, "What's it? Play, play stupid games, win stupid prizes." Uh, that's that saying right there. Play stupid games. With stupid prizes That My guy The guy's dead uh, But I hope his family what? How? That's so bad for your family man At your funeral Imagine being at someone's funeral And thinking they deserve to die Like part of you sad And the part of you's like hmm. But it's slightly their fault though Like you're hugging their mum going oh, Yeah Such a sad loss So tragic But Slightly his fault <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus. I don't know, man. I don't know. But um, talking talk about people have been pranked, um, I've just remembered Punked. It's a good segue, actually. Punked and uh, Justin Timberlake got pranked on Punked. Remember Punked, Aslan Kutcher? And that is when I realised Justin Timberlake was a certified bitch. This guy. Almost cried Like he, he, There was like no His reaction was just To just crumble and cry I think they were Moving They were trying to say He was being evicted From his house And they were coming from Like the Like the The CIA Or FBI And they were just Taking stuff out of his house And they were pretending Like they had his guitars And just Stamping on them <laughs> And he was, just, he was just walking up and pacing the driveway and called his dad, I think. And he was crying on the phone. they are going to bring my guitars. And yeah. And then when he found out it was a it was a prank, he was trying to make out that he was about to kick someone's ass. Like, come on, bro. We've all been there. You know when, every, when your boys tell you a story about the ass kicking they're about to hand out? I mean, I think I've said this before on the pod. You know, they bump into someone in the train station, they get bumped into, they go, he was so lucky, because I was about to fuck him up. So how come no one ever thinks about that they were about to get fucked up? No one ever talks with that much honesty and introspection. Like, Justin, we just saw you on camera, you, you was crying. You can't say you were about to fuck someone up. You, you Maybe you were about to fuck yourself up. Like, you looked emotional. But now he's in the press anyway because he's had he's uh, apologized to uh, to Britney Spears after her documentary that I haven't watched. Um, uh, I mean, I've seen some people say that he, you know he, he built his career on destroying Britney Spears. Um, that's not true. He built his career on Michael Jackson. Refu- uh, refusing Pharrell's beats and Pharrell giving them to Justin Timberlake to make the Justified album. Um, and hence why he's kind of dressed like Michael Jackson in Ain't No Body, Love You Like I Love You. Love You Like I Love You, that's what his first one was, not it? That dim, ding, digga-dink, dink, ding, digga-dink, dink, digga-dink. And when you hear that song like, That is a Michael Jackson song That song would have suited Michael Jackson So well And yeah that was his first song Then Cry Me A River was like Maybe two Two or three songs in because he had Senorita out from that album um, Well Cry River was a sick song But yeah um, So you know People are saying he played a part in destroying Britney in framing Britney and obviously Janet Jackson Super Bowl pulled her titty out and then I think she got like I can't remember how exactly it went down but I know that she took all the heat for it for having her titty out uh at the Super Bowl and it was like you just left her to dry and people like, you exposed a black woman's breast. I was like, okay, let's not make it racial exactly. Like, you know, she is a black woman, so her breast would be black. Like, it, it weren't that, it wasn't that. It was just mad that she got the heat and he didn't. Now, maybe that was because she's black. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you, you can't make out him pulling her top. Dan was, like, racially motivated. Like, it was a part of their dance routine. I think they both said the wardrobe malfunction. You remember, that is where that term's from. That term never existed until then. Wardrobe malfunction. You know, we just get these words that end up in our lexicon. And we just think, oh yeah, that's normal. Like alternative facts. That was one of like Trump's aides that came around four years ago. But yeah, wardrobe malfunction came from that Super Bowl. But my thing is, you saw that nipple ring. Janet Jackson was wearing that, that nipple was ready to be seen. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. That that is not a nipple ring you just wear casually. Please go back and watch that video, people. Like I said, I, I want to defend black women, but that that nipple wanted to be seen. That 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 was to me That seemed very contrived Um, I just don't think they expected the reaction Like it was I thought they thought it would be a Oops moment All go viral And that's it I didn't think they expected the kind of Vitriol from the American people To be like Let's burn Janet Jackson at the stake So I'm not sure what music she released after that But I mean she's too much of a legend for her career to be over You know what I mean She's Michael Jackson's sister Like Michael Jackson could put his dick out on the stage And people like But you don't understand You misunderstood him Yeah he was like He had suspended childhood Like his his dad fucked him up Like leave him alone He's Michael Jackson Leave him alone You don't understand him Like the guy gets so many blies And you're his sister So you know you, You're gonna get a blie But anyway Justin Tim Like he's apologised Uh, For his actions and basically being a privileged white man In Hollywood And how it's In the music industry and how it's benefited him And uh, The internet has generally gone Fuck you Justin You don't hear your apology now You're only apologising because someone asked you to apologise And it's like generally That's when most people apologise Let's be honest now Uh, We ain't going around just apologising to people Who aren't asking for apologies Generally speaking you tend to find out you've hurt someone's feelings and then you apologise. So I don't know if Britney's like asked for an apology before. um You know, I mean, you don't know what's gone on between these people. Um, I mean, I just don't know if I ever got famous, whether I'd apologise for things or not, because you can't please anyone. I guess you'd have to come from your heart if you genuinely felt like you wanted to apologise you should but you should never apologize to appease people so maybe he generally felt the need to apologize maybe he felt the need maybe he's educated himself you know maybe the whole black lives matter thing last year has made him open his eyes and you go oh my god you mean so i think that people forget that the whole concept of privilege is you don't know your privilege that's like one of the fundamental parts of privilege is you don't know your privilege so for someone to be in a privileged position then also go huh they know they're privileged they know they've got this it's like no that's the whole point you don't know you've got something because it's so normal to you you just think that's just everyone's got that do you hear someone else go no i don't have that yeah i mean i say okay guys go full circle like when you talk about think about like disabled people like how how long has it does it take you to get from the from the train to the street when you get when you're going on the underground how many stairs do you walk up to do that how many escalators do you just stand on and do that and it's fine for you so yeah it's not that long but it never crossed your mind like what it'd be like to do that in a wheelchair or what route you'd have to take you, that you actually have to use a different exit and go to a different platform first and then take the lift from there to there and you end up at a different exit from the station you have to wheel yourself around and they go yeah that's disabled access for well, you shut your face you know what I mean well like even when you just have to walk down two steps out of a shop two, two, two steps okay cool it's only one little step whatever that's because you're not in a wheelchair but I'm saying that's privilege because it doesn't even cross your mind you just live your life doing it Whereas someone who's disabled is getting out of the house in a wheelchair and talking about they get out of the house and they go, ah, oh, I need to go to this whole different shop because that's the only one that's got a ramp. Or that doesn't have any kind of step. Do you know how many like, unnecessary steps there are when you just like walk in in and out of some shops? I like, just got to, just a little ledge, just for no reason. And it's like I, I don't know what. Yeah, I just because I think I watched the documentary that I now kind of clock it. Because guess what? I checked my privilege, guys. So what I'm saying is, is you've got to kind of afford people that privilege. You can't accuse someone of being privileged and being mad that they don't know they're privileged when the concept of privilege is not knowing your privilege. You see what I mean? You're going to accuse, because basically what you should be accused of is actually just being like a racist and just not know, and knowing they're a racist and not caring they're a racist. That's completely different to actually trying to say someone's privileged. So, like I said, maybe it has taken Justin Timberlake this long to a clock that, you know, he's a privileged white guy. He may have just thought, no, people like me because I used to be in NSYNC and whatevs. <laughs> you know what, I mean? you know what I mean? The guy was, used to do, he's been part of Disney since he was like 10. Part of the Disney club this guy would have just thought this is how life is you sing you dance people give you things so that's it so I don't know man I don't know but I hope him Janet and and, uh, and Britney Spears are all friends and they're all having a great time oh, who knows uh, right let's go into Dear Deirdre. Um no that's not what, there it is let's see what's going on here um Okay, let's see. Dear Deirdre. I have thrown away my marriage for sex with a man I met at a dance class. Oh. So you threw away your marriage for a gay man. I see. Let's see. <laughs> you met a man at a dance class? I mean I'm assuming this is the woman, but this man's gay. Depends what dance it is. If it was just like a Jamaican dance hall dance class, then no he's not. Delroy or Roy Dell. he's okay. Let's see. Anyway, dear Deirdre, I've thrown away my marriage and everything for a man I met at, at my dance class. He was single, and hitting the floor with him made me feel so hot. But I've now gone from happy, from having a happy home life and lovely lifestyle, to feeling a total outcast, all for sex. jeez you're having some post not clarity, but I've never seen it from a woman. I wanted to get out of the house more, but my husband was not interested in joining me for salsa lessons. The dancing with this new man made me feel alive again. Yeah, mate, that's just a, the husband's made an error there. I'm not saying the husband's made made a cheat, but I'm just saying that's, that's an error. You're going to let her get all hot and sweaty with Julio. Anyway, the dancing with this new man made me feel alive again. He started whispering about how he wanted to undress me. Then have sex with me up against the wall i couldn't resist him we had the hottest steamiest affair for six months and then agreed we wanted to be together he is 45 um, as i am my husband is 49 and we have three teenage sons 19 17 and 15 jesus christ they're gonna hate you so much i felt awful leaving my husband and sons but sex with my husband had never been very exciting And I got carried away with my new man. I thought I had everything to look forward to. But guess what? Julio lives in a fucking bedsit with a mattress on the floor. Or bunk beds with his younger brother who has the bottom bunk. Let's see what happens anyway. After my new boyfriend's suggestion, um, I put the family home on the market and we set up together with the proceeds. Jesus. However, I soon realised he wasn't that interested in working. But I was very keen to spend all my money. Yes. He swanned around in new clothes, got a new phone and laptop, even a new car. All with money I had from my share of the house Out. Yes. When I said I wanted him to sell the car and give back the money, he hit the roof and marched out. That was a year ago. Yes. Uh, now I see what a fool I've been. My husband won't have anything to do with me. Oh, dudums and all our fre- all friends have sided with him. Oh no, and my sons despise me. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how to come back from any of this. I feel so alone. I know it's what I deserve, but do you think someone might give me a second chance? I would dearly love to go back to my family. Nah, your family's gone. You need to find a new family, love. That's what you need to do. Um, maybe get better at salsa. Maybe focus on salsa. I mean, that's what you left to do. So focus on the salsa. Get good at that. And, um, I mean, I don't know what else you could do, really. Uh, I mean, you got to try and make amends with your sons. Maybe say to them, I know I was, I was wrong. That's it. Just say, oh, just, just, I know I was wrong. I was an idiot the moment you admit you're an idiot your sons will be be hard for them to keep on hating you for being an idiot once you admit it you are their mum still um but yeah you're not getting your husband back <laughs> unless he bangs your sister anyway feeling excluded uh boyfriend's mum stops me enjoying quality time with his kids oh interesting dear dear i've never been on holiday with my boyfriend's two lovely kids because he's 'Cause his mum always books up there for holidays first. I don't get it. What how does he not book up the holiday? Ah, oh, probably the mum probably takes her son and the grandkids away. And they're from Scotland and every summer she books a week for all of them to go back. Yeah. They they also go camping for a week each year in Kent. Okay, there's four more weeks in the holiday. She books without asking my partner, and there is never room for me. I understand she wants to see her grandchildren, but why exclude me? I'm 27, my partner's 29, we've been together for four years. Yeah, she needs to let you in now. Maybe you get married, we'll see. His kids are seven and five, so you've been around since little ones was like one, and most of the seven-year-old's life. Yeah, shit. Uh, I really want to start building our future and strengthen my relationship with the kids but my partner doesn't want a confrontation yeah okay so listen um, what you need to do is speak to your partner and actually explain to him why because I bet you don't I bet he just called his mum a cow and <laughs> he's just like uh, I, I, can't, I can't back you on this and his mum's just like she probably thinks I'm a cow and he's like, oh, yeah, she kind of said that, but uh, no, no, she doesn't, Mum. She said, hey, I'm not bringing that girl camping with us, no. And um, it's just falling apart. So you need to tell your fella, look, this, how about you book something early? You know, like the internet says when school holidays are, why don't you book something early? Let I mean, just do that. And invite her along. And then that's a power play. Because if you invite her along. And she says no. Then she's being the cow. If you don't invite her. You've been the cow. Because you've taken away her time with her grandkids. And you haven't invited her. But you invite her along. yeah? Go in little centre parks. The five of you. Invite grandma along. And she'll have to come along. It'll be hard for her to... She can't then not like you because you've paid for a holiday as well. It's the perfect move. Bribe her. Okay. Let's see. Next one. She's confused. Ex-partner's daughter is 19 and wants to sleep in my bed. Okay. I am very confused here. My ex-partner's daughter. So it's your ex. Has forced her way into my life and I'm comfortable with her expectations. Jesus Christ. I'm 55 I met her when she was 13 she is now 19 I like her but think she is confused plus I'm sure she's using me for money okay this is weird when you say you like her as in you think she's a cool kid and that's it or you like her like her because it has to be the former otherwise I'm throwing you in the bin my ex and I have one son so this girl is your son's sister half sister technically but it's your son's sister so please see this girl as a daughter let's see my ex and i have one son who i don't see as much as i would like as he lives with her fair enough the irony is the child who isn't mine opts to stay at my house the most okay yeah recently she suggested when my son comes to stay she could sleep in my bedroom with me rather than sharing with him no she even told me that she would take my ex's place at the dinner table as she is the lady of the house now. Yeah, this girl sounds like she's been molested. Um she is always borrowing money and never repays it. Um Yeah, okay. So the um Yeah, something's going on. I think you've you've gotta to talk to your ex. You, you've got to talk to your ex and ask her what the hell's going on Because the last thing you want Is you to reject this girl She feels spurned and scored And then she tells her mum That you've been doing the madness to her Yeah, so you need to talk to the mum uh, Her ex, your ex And to be like, what's going on? What's going on with your daughter? Because this is creepy and weird And um, I don't want her around my house anymore Cause she's being weird i mean i like her but no i mean sometimes you just got a default to it's like safeguarding man just like nah i think because of that training i've had because the charity i work with is like you have this thing ticking in your head that says how could this look so you have to just ignore all of your kind of protective instincts or i need to look out for this child. Like, you just ignore that shit and go, I don't want this to look like I've acted inappropriately. Therefore, I'm just reporting this and distancing myself from the situation. So with this girl, yeah, I know you've known her since she was 13. It's your ex-partner's kid and it's your son's sister. While she's doing all this confusing shit and weird shit like that, trying to sleep in your bed. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. You can't come around anymore. Sorry. Nope. Um, Right. Uh, one last one. Uh, what's the last one? Um, right, this last one. This one's gonna be wild, isn't it? I know it is. Dear Deirdre, DNA test could expose my secret affair and rip happy family life apart. So this has got to be a woman then. Um, and the kids not your husband's i'm guessing let's see dear dear G, a silly mistake i made in my 20s has come back to haunt me and i fear it could rip my family apart i am a woman of 53 and have been married for 30 years to a lovely man who is 54 right so you've known each other since you was early 20s Cool. we have four grown-up children and two grandchildren jeez he's going to be one of the kids who's got grandchildren as well jesus but i have just discovered my oldest daughter 28 is not my husband's child. All this has come about because she and her 26 year old sister have become interested in our family tree. My husband's, I say, my family are from Ireland and my husband's are originally from Italy. Our daughters had been planning trips to Italy and Ireland to trace our roots, but because of the pandemic, it didn't happen. My two girls are inseparable and unbeknownst to either of them they both had the same idea to buy a DNA test as a present for each other. The test gives information about ancestors and helps find new relatives. When my eldest daughter got her results back, it said she only shared 49% of the same DNA as her younger sister. She was shocked and said it meant they could only be half sisters. Now I can't sleep or stop crying. You see, 20 years ago, my husband and I were going through a bad patch. And after going out with friends uh, I, and getting drunk, I had a one night stand with an acquaintance. And see, when she says an acquaintance, I'm just thinking of like this mustached man with a top hat coming out through the mist, long coat, just pulls the penis out and sleeps with her on a bench and then just puts the penis away and backs into the fog and says, I bid you adieu. A good night. It just disappears into the night. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. An acquaintance. I I just got like, you know, Victorian type London. Anyway, when I found out I was pregnant soon after, I I was convinced it was my husband's. And now I'm sure my eldest daughter's father must be the man I had sex with. Jesus. She always looked different from her siblings. Now I realise she must look like him. Jeez. So now you realise. You you can't remember this guy clearly. I feel ashamed. And absolutely shattered. And if this secret comes out. It would destroy my family. But how can I keep the truth about her father. From my eldest daughter. Oh. Jeez. It is mad. I mean it may not tear. uh, Your family apart. um, But one thing. Um is <laughs> it's, it, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. Um I'm surprised your daughter hasn't said anything to I guess she hasn't said anything to your husband, her dad, because she does actually want it to be true. So that's one thing. Um Pomid I mean, fuck <laughs> It's like Oh, uh, because he's like, he's like, does he even know that happened? Well, does he know that happened? And if he does even know that happened before, then he is fuming, and then he doesn't believe anything after that. That's a crazy one. What do you do when you find out your kid's not yours after thirty years, but the other three are yours? Like, it's more. It's gonna be more damaging for the daughter that seems to be most damaging for the dad he's gonna look, i've got four kids i've raised this one forever i've always thought of her as my own like this it's just weird that she's not mine um but he hasn't really like he hasn't actually like lost anything in some strange way if you know what i mean like he's still got his four kids if that makes sense like whereas her as the daughter she's kind of Lost a branch into a history Where she's like oh So now this guy isn't my dad So who is my dad Like there's a whole kind of half of your History now That's now just being erased Scrubbed out and said error You See what I mean Like his history hasn't changed Like there's a chance that He would have Forgiven his wife And just got back with her anyway And because of, like, the life you've built since, he might be able to cut, not shrug it off, but he may be able to deal with it. But, yeah, the doors, that's got to be so fucked up, man. Oh, dear. That's going to be terrible. Golly. Golly. Anyway, um, I think that's the end of the pod. I think that's the end of the pod. Yeah, we've been talking for an hour. I was only to be doing this for, um, for 30 minutes maybe 40 minutes here's a question people before I go Um, if you've got Facebook has your like other inbox been fucked up I I keep on getting so many uh, friend requests or message requests like just from weirdos sending me just like sex it's nuts like um, I've just got another one that's come in here so there's no filter like see message requests again let's see it's loading 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 yep and it's just gone to it's changed to facebook user like it just these weird temporary sites and it's like dating site naughty slut okay cool uh dating site bunch of bitches video masturbation video call cool sex um another one i'm on here chat with me now winky face um, find a naughty girl near you. Webcam sex and online sex dating. Enjoy it with me, like where, where has my Facebook details gone? Where I am getting bombarded with this shit. Like, please, please tell me that I, I just want it gone. I just want to stop all of these weird fucking messages coming in. It's not affecting my life, but it, it's just annoying. It's it's just annoying as hell. Alright, so um, if anyone knows any information about that, then please reach out and help me because I, I want this shit off my phone. Anyway, that's the end of the pod. Um, I think if anything's happening next week or this week, I don't think so. So, alright, that's it in the pod, people. Uh, peace.